It's working. Too high. I think it's good. <sighs> Look, just let the life flow. Everything is good. Everybody keeps using the word flow in my life. Everybody who? Well, mostly you. You're the one who's like, just let it flow. Let your dating life flow. Let this flow. Let that flow. Let it flow like water. Like Bruce Lee says. That's not how Bruce Lee says. Well, whatever. And then my friend Eric said to me about something. Oh, he said hot dogs will flow. Okay. And we were talking about cooking hot dogs out by the fire. People just keep using the word flow. Okay. So is this a sign? You need to talk to your microphone, man. I am talking to the microphone. Yeah, but it was over there. Okay. Um, Hi. She's frustrated today. I'm tired and I don't feel very good. You're the one who's been sick, but I feel like I'm getting sick or it's allergies. I don't know. It's been a long week. I just want to relax. Good. What about you? No, nothing. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. Yes, always. We're drinking out of our fancy new no comprendo mugs with our faces on it. Pretty. Oh, yeah. We got a camera. Pretty sweet. Uh, cheers. Salute. Salute. Um. So, yeah, apparently I'm still having trouble with the merch store because I haven't made it official yet. But <laughs> With the what? The merchandise store. Oh. But maybe by the time this comes out, I'll actually have it all together, which would be amazing. Um, so, uh, welcome to No Comprendo, the podcast where we talk about shit and learn some Spanish. Talk about shit. Yeah, I mean, isn't that basically what we do? Yep. Yeah. We talk about our lives. We talk about our loves. We talk about new girl. Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Ramon Martinez Campos. Right. And I am Amanda Flynn. Good. You just look like so chill and happy with yourself right now. It's because I'm frustrated. You're enjoying it so much. Well, I enjoy not being affected by other people's misery yes. <laughs> meaning misery. because no look, i i feel the same way when other people are like freaking out and i'm like i'm fine because they always want to fix it feeling it's well, so fun it's not it's not rude or it's not what's the care, word careless or or mm-hmm. not not to have empathy mm-hmm. but it's like i usually my whole life if somebody was not feeling good i, I feel also anxious it and i want to stress fix it. me out yeah i i and i'm like totally agree this doesn't affect me anymore i'm so happy it's nice to just kind of be like you know what? Uh, you're dealing with a thing, whatever your shit is, like that's for you to deal with. And I'm not responsible for it. And I'm here for you, but I'm not responsible based on mm-hmm. how we feel. Mm-hmm. So basically, which is a whole life thing, learning that you're not responsible for other people's feelings, other people's happiness. Right. You know, everything that happens, you can be there and you can be supportive, but you're you. only responsible for yourself. So cool that you have Nat King Cole there in the wall. Oh, yeah. You like Nat King Cole? Yeah, I do too. Oh, you know, man. in Mexico, he's dreamy, right? In Mexico, you know, snow or these houses that you guys have have here for mm-hmm. us is like a dream. We only see and see them in movies. Mm-hmm. So whenever we hear his voice, for us, sounds like magic, Christmas. I'm like talking into it right here. This close? Yes. Chingao. It's like you're a singer. And I. Love you. 
puto. <laughs> That's the only thing I can sing. Yep. Okay. Um. So you're saying about Nat King Cole makes you think of Just, Christmas and like, but like a very United States American old fashioned kind of. Well, this type Western. of houses in the New England. Since I moved to Maine, I mm-hmm. was like, these are the houses that are. Yes. In the movies. When you think of like. United States. Yeah. Snow. When, exactly. You think of like a little New England town, Christmas in Connecticut, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. It's classic. It's old. It's historical. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry I mentioned it, but I was looking at it. And it looks really cool in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, how are you? We're recording on a Friday night, which is unusual for us. And I haven't seen you in almost two weeks, which is a really long time because we were going to record earlier in the week, but you could feel yourself getting sick. So we postponed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, don't forget I'm a b-boy too. Oh, yeah. I'm a hip-hop you're, guy. You're a hip-hop guy. You're I a mean, b-boy. People think that, but, but you know how to make you're it not, sound so you, sexy. <laughs> I'm just being rude. Yeah, so I haven't seen you. You went to Atlanta for comp, right? Yes, it was great. Wonderful. And you yeah. felt good? You said there were like, was it this one that there were like a ton of people there? or? Yes. Well, most of competitions, professionals are attending them more than students. Mm-hmm. You know, I think because they're so desperate to get out and compete. Yeah, they're already risking their lives teaching lessons every day. So it's like, what's another day in public? We need to get out there. Yeah, but honestly, the ballroom was huge. Mm -hmm. So if somebody felt like actually, you know, a little worried about it, actually they felt pretty safe because the ballroom, Amanda, was huge. And nor, in fact, to me, it felt a little bit way too big that it felt too empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the energy wasn't the same. Well, that's the thing that's tricky nowadays with, you know, all the distancing and like not having like full audiences for things is stuff just feels kind of empty and a little bit, yeah. a little off. Like, but I've been to the two competitions before and it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. People were still respectful and, and careful, but it, the energy was like, yes, you know, mm-hmm. this time the ballroom was way too big. Yeah. And it felt a little bit spacious. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Spacious is. It just means a lot of space. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why it didn't feel full. But it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you really in two, almost two weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, you're very... Well, you're not chill. You're weird today. You don't call me weird. You call me weird all the time and I call you weird once and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I'm so a hypocrite. Funny. Well, I had midterms this week. What is that? Like the halfway point in your semester at school. You know okay. how you have like tests and stuff? I'm assuming okay. it's the same in Mexico. How was it? Um, <laughs> It was okay. So one of them, what, for one of my classes, I didn't really have a midterm. Um, I just have like homework and stuff to do. But the other one I did and it was fine. I got a good score. It wasn't as good as I wanted, but whatever. And... I'm just so annoyed at my classes this semester and my professors. And I know every time I say that, you're like, I'm so glad I'm not in school. Don't go to school, people. Hey, no. The The problem is, is I was talking about this with one of the other students in the class. Is people, these classes are online, but I don't think all of these professors are used to teaching online. Okay. So I think the classes that I'm in this semester are from people who would be teaching these in person, 
but now they're moved to online and so like what they're requiring and how they want to do things just doesn't really make sense for an online format and how they want to like this one teacher wants you to be spending x amount of hours and i'm like well first of all i could just be lying about the number of hours that i'm studying so i'm not lying but i'm sorry like i'm taking these online courses because <clears throat> i have a full-time job and a lot of other commitments and things and i can't be in a classroom and spending all this extra time like 10 hours per class every week like i don't have the time for that that's a lot um and so for them to be expecting you to be putting that much time into the course every week when i'm like well i'm not putting that much time in but i still gotta find score on my midterm and like it should be reflected in the work you're doing you know uh -huh. like not necessarily the number of hours she's trying to have us write down on our time log because some people read faster than others you know like i'm literally like speed reading and like laser focused in on my stuff because i'm crunched for time and tired and whatever and i'm like so what i get penalized because i didn't read for eight hours and i was I don't know. anyway it's frustrating i'm gonna stop talking about that right now and try and talk about something a little bit more exciting oh yeah another frustrating thing is my dating life and being rejected that happened this week <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I'm laughing it's just you say it you say it so direct I said it like I was supposed like I'm yeah I it's fine it's you fine you wrote in a piece of paper saying this is what happened to me well <laughs> I take notes of things that are worth mentioning like throughout the week I mean did you have anything that exciting get to go on a first date it's good and then it's not good and then it's confusing and then you're rejected <laughs> it sounds so depressing well not really the way that you're saying it doesn't sound depressing but rejected really mm, well apparently i had too many red flags like i was a red flag usually i'm the person who does the rejecting this new rejection thing which has happened to me twice in the past couple of months is well i guess it's happened in my relationships too but usually when it's just comes to like casual online dating, I feel like I'm the one who's like, eh, not interested. And then lately it's been people who've been like, yeah, I kind of have a problem with you. And I'm like, okay. Really? I just like want to be myself and not feel like I'm on trial and I have to like. What's a red flag? What does that mean? Like myself. there's something that worries them? Yes. They, they're worried about something about me. What are you going to do to them? talk about them on my podcast <laughs> is that the red flag they're like worried about no no and the thing is is they've all been good people it was a very good person that i have a lot of respect for and he was very kind about it but it's still disappointing when you just feel like what am i doing wrong like i'm just trying to i don't know Whatever. I know you have ideas about it. No. You're always like, oh, let me like tell you some spiritual shit and you'll be able to find the true love of your life because you think I have like the wrong mindset about life or something and I'm not happy or something. Wait, you're assuming all these I things? I know. I assume everything. That's what my last boyfriend told me. Well, I'm not going to actually say anything. Well, you should. You should put me like straight here. Tell me. No, I'm not going to. Any prospective guy who's found my podcast and is listening right now. There's red flags, and I make lots of assumptions, and man, I'm grumpy tonight. I know. I hope somebody finds me entertaining when I'm grumpy. I think I'm funny. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there is something funny about it. 
You actually kind of like you kind of take things lighter, probably. Uh, it's because I still have a sense of humor, even when I'm mad. Like I can laugh at how stupid I'm being right now. Anyway, I'm drinking my whiskey. Wait, are you drinking whiskey? Yeah, it helps with your throat. Why did I talk just when talk like that? Sick. What was I just talking like that? Talking like what? I was talking like weird. What are, what are you drinking? Because um, no, it I say helps what me are you better. drinking? What whiskey? Really? Yeah. Cool. We already talked about this earlier. Remember? I, I thought said? you just finished it and that's it. I didn't know you oh, were. Oh no, drinking it's just a little bit, and I've just been. I mean, the way that we look, it looks it. like we're drinking tea and coffee. Well, that's because you are all bundled up in a scarf and a fuzzy blanket because you gotta protect that dainty throat of yours because you get a cold at the slightest provocation soon as the wind blows you're like <coughs> i'm dying no 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 I'm, I, no i'm gonna go see my son next week after oh wow it's next week yeah you remember that i postponed it i knew because you postponed it yeah san antonio or mm -hmm. texas was going through a hard time in the winter so i'm going to see my son next weekend <gasps> and then the following weekend is chicago competition i mean this life is always exciting honestly mm. honestly sometimes i will i kind of miss you know probably meeting somebody or something like that but i don't i don't need it but but it's always something exciting it's always exciting this type of life you know you're always something to look forward to always yeah always competing that's good i'm so but glad. this time i'm taking four students to compete Oh, really? Yep. So you're doing a national competition with students. That's yes. awesome. And professional, right? Mm -hmm. Windy City. Windy City is the mighty windy pretty, but they ain't got what we got. What? It's a song from like Calamity Jane or some old, um, what's her name? Doris Day movie. <laughs> Doris Day? Doris Day. Do you I know love, who Doris Day of is? Of course. I you mean, do? my favorite oh. song probably. Which one? Gonna take a sentimental journey. No. Uh, what's the other one? Mm -hmm. I love you, a bushel and a peck. <laughs> I post that about that song all the time. You probably do? have like a, about four posts about uh, that song. One on the moon, one on the candle. Oh, 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 oh. Stars shining bright above That's you. the best yep. song in the world. Dream a little dream of me. Mm. It is one of my favorite songs ever. And really Zoe cool. Deschanel does a good version of it. You really? love her. Mm -hmm. I don't want to listen to it. Why do you like because her? Jess. I know, but Doris Day is just Doris Day. Uh -huh. I mean, come on. It's like, come she on. She is. It's like she's, you're comparing. She's pretty superb. It's like you're comparing. No, no I'm not going to say. Oh, fine. Don't say it. No. Anyway, what were we talking about? <clears throat> uh, you're going the to The Windy City. Windy City, Chicago. Wait, that's where Nick is from. From the from the bottom went from the bottom of Chicago from the balls of Chicago. What does he say? <laughs> I don't every, know. Every single time people ask him where he's from, he's like, "You are just this bowels man." And I'm, yeah, the, the bowels of Chicago. What does that mean? Well, your bowels are like your like <laughs> lower organs. As <laughs> well as Chicago, <laughs> it's like your colon. Like you're you're gonna the 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 poop. <laughs> Is that, what he, is that what he really says? <laughs> yeah, essentially, bowels of Chicago. You are um, just all these fancy men, and I'm just a little boy from the bowels of Chicago. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, I'm going there for the first time. So, what? we're not sure if you've seen the end of New Girl. I cannot remember, honestly. Because I mentioned to you something from it, and you were like, wait, what? When is that? 
I don't remember. And I was like, dude, like at the end when this happens and you were like, don't tell me, don't tell me. I don't think I finished it, which I find very hard to believe since you're considering yourself like the biggest new girl fan of all time. I never say that, that well, I consider you, myself. But all right. Well, you act like you are <laughs> and you can quote the whole thing. So, well, the thing is, I repeat it so many times. Um, so that's why I can quote but most you, of it. But, but you don't the end, repeat the end. Just because it took so long for it to come. And, and b when it came out, I was already watching the other thing for like three, four times. Oh, that's true. You'd already repeated the past seasons. Yeah, I mean, I don't wait for that. For example. still, I've seen it three times now. Cool. You didn't watch the... <laughs> cool. <I laughs> for example, For example, Cobra Kai, I'm not going to wait for the fourth season and then... And then watch it. I'm going to go from beginning again and then watch the fourth one. You know what I was just thinking I want to rewatch the other day? Same thing with Stranger Things. Yes. Stranger mm -hmm. Things I want to rewatch because I haven't rewatched any of it. That's really cool. Yeah. Moving on. So Sorry. the end of New Girl you never saw. Right. We think. Or you saw it and you forgot it. But there's no way you could forget it because there's an, a huge prank at the end. Then I then I haven't watched you, it. Ah, we gotta sit down and watch this together. You we have to watch have... it with me too. Yeah, we're watching it don't after. My... You can't. Don't drink his hot chocolate. You. Yeah. You. We have to watch this together. I don't want you to watch it without me. I've gotta like see your <laughs> reaction. But we're gonna have to go back a couple episodes. Okay. Let's finish this episode so that we can watch it. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> um. So today I was thinking for a topic, and it's funny you were just laughing at me about this. Was um today is actually our friend anniversary, which <laughs> you think is a ridiculous thing. For me, like dates and like when things happened are like really significant, and I like to remember. I like to remember people's birthdays. I like to remember the day that I first met them. You know anything else that's significant? And it's just like cool to me to be like, hey, we've been friends for two years today. And the reason I knew that was because I, not because I have a great memory, although I did know it was like March or April-ish when we met, um, I went back on my phone and I found videos. Oh, I'll have to post one of our first little tryout together when oh, you yeah. came to the studio and we danced <laughs> together. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know anything. And you were so nice and patient and like, yeah, very nice. Well, I wasn't really that comfortable with myself either. I mean, I was okay. Why? You were such a good dancer. Yeah, but in a compared to now. Oh, well, now you're the shit. Yeah. But. Not yet, actually. I'm like in the bottom of fucking I know, professionals. I know, I know. But anyway. Yeah, so that means I'm basically scum of the earth. I'm from the bowels of Chicago. <laughs> I guess <laughs> even you are terrible, you, apparently. You still have your videos? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, we'll watch them after. We're I remember we were dancing some Foxtrot. Yeah, I have a Foxtrot video. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. To me, it's special. It's like, hey, happy two years. We're friends. Like, this is great. And you're laughing at me because you feel like it's like Schmidt wanting to do anniversary parties. It's called ten, ten, ten anniversary. Because the ten is like the the infinity. Uh, no, infinity. That's yeah. what they call it. First, he calls it ten anniversary, and then they go to infinity. Um, <laughs> and everything's made out of ten at the party. Um, when Nick brings this horrible bathroom, oh yeah, potty. How, how do you call it? It's a porta potty. Yeah, oh my God. that is hysterical. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it turns into that whole fiasco. Anyway, I'm very happy to have known you for two years, and you're one of my best friends. And I know you hate that term, but you're you're in my clutch five, man. Cool. Mm -hmm. You're you're one of those people that I can call on whenever is there for me, gives great advice, 
calls me on my bullshit, but then also says, I'm not going to talk to you about this because you don't want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> and I just really appreciate you. You have helped me so much in the past couple of years with all the crap that I've been through. And like, honestly, I know I said this in like the first episode, but when we first met, I was going through such a horrible time in my life and I was so anxious and so stressed out and very, very unhappy and I felt like my time spent with you was the only times that I really had fun and my worries would just go away and I was just completely focused on our dancing and laughing together and everything else and it was like an escape in my life and it like helped me survive that time so I'm very thankful for you I was going through a hard time too I think you were you were you were pretty blue it's interesting how and that's why I told you, I'm sorry to bring up another show, that I love this, you know, the the show, The Flash, because they talk about time travel. And it's like how one, like how interesting when two people meet. Like mm-hmm. it's very interesting in what time they meet and why and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. And how it affects the rest of their lives. How Like just one little chance meeting or whatever. Yep. Yeah, because I didn't even find you. Somebody else found you looking for a dance partner. And connected us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, nah, this guy, eh, short, whatever. Is that <laughs> what you'd say about me? Well, I, I, you said you were 5'8", and I was like, that's going to be too short, because then I put on heels, you know? But How tall are you? 5'8". Oh. We established that I'm taller than you, remember? We did? Yeah, we were on a walk, and we figured it out. Okay. Anyway, um, so, yeah, and you wanted to do either standard or maybe Latin. And I was like, I want to dance smooth. So we didn't even want to dance the same styles. <laughs> um, Wait, but, but we still did smooth in the tryout. But we did a tryout anyway. Well, yeah, because I wasn't going to, I didn't really want to start like teaching you standard or something. I was like, let's just do a smooth routine and see how it goes. Yeah, but I mean, it was nice of you to even dance with me at all because I wasn't really what you were looking for and it wasn't going to be able to be a serious partnership, you know? And it was funny because I wrote when I was writing the bio for the website, I realized that the first time I texted you, I was literally sitting in a meeting, a support meeting for people with bipolar and depression because I was struggling so much with my bipolar disorder at that time because Mm -hmm. it was being so triggered by everything that I was going through in my life. And so I was sitting in this meeting on the break and messaging you (laughs) on the phone. And it's just funny. And full circle. It's now been a week. I'm off of my um mood stabilizer really after three years yeah that's really cool we will see how it goes to celebrate that yes yes absolutely we'll see how it goes i'm not recommending that anybody get off of their medication or do anything drastic it's just that i've gotten to a place where i'm not being triggered and my disorder's not ruling my life anymore and i'm able to manage things myself so it's exciting to be shifting some of that and just feeling like strong and able to handle a lot of this stuff myself now so that's very exciting to me that's really cool that's i'm glad to hear those stories i have a friend who has the same um you know story that he Mm -hmm. stopped taking some medication for some things and a lot of people don't recommend it and they say oh he's gonna go back to Mm -hmm. how bad he was Mm -hmm. but um i don't agree meaning for example, I'm going to make an example that I think this is how human beings at same, to a certain point we should develop to, evolve to, right? For example, 
many years ago, what people can do in gymnastics right now, or in breakdance, for example, mm -hmm. many years ago, it wasn't possible. Mm -hmm. It was not possible, right? Now that people are doing it, now kids at the very early time, you know, they already do it. Mm -hmm. Like a double backflip, for example. Yeah. Everybody can do it. So it's just a matter of seeing someone else doing it and then people start doing it. It's like body is amazing, mm -hmm. right? And if somebody tomorrow, they do a triple backflip, I'm not talking about gymnastics, like just like standing and triple yes. backflip, right? Right now it's impossible because people struggle so much with doing a double backflip. Mm -hmm. In a couple of years, if somebody does three, then more people will do it. Yep. So I think it should be the same thing with these type of things, with what you're, what you're going through with your medication. It's like, I want those things to be more normal so the human body adapts to that new reality hmm. of, of how amazing our mind and our spirit or mm -hmm. soul can be instead of saying like, oh, you know, that's just one out of a thousand. Like, no, let's make it more normal. So actually we are uh, more, uh, how do I say, more um, creators, creative, no, not creative. You'd even talked about this before. We're more powerful. Right. More capable. More capable, exactly. Than we realize. Yes. Yeah, and that is something, I think I mentioned this before. I don't remember. I used to have the mindset of just, I'm broken. And everyone's broken. And I found some comfort in that. Like, it's okay. We're all just broken. And I don't think that's necessarily mm. completely wrong. Like, I think everybody has, like, elements of brokenness and whatever. And there's value in seeing, just understanding that everybody's flawed and everybody's got their shit. And, like, it's okay that way. But I've come to kind of realize in this past year that it's I feel like it's more like everybody is actually whole like you're okay there's nothing wrong with you and we all have the tools and the strength and the power that we need in order to heal ourselves overcome these different obstacles whatever it's just a matter of unlocking those things so we're not all there you know, and depending on the shit we've had to deal with in our lives, it could take a lot longer for some people than other people. And there's a lot of helpful things out there as far as medication. And I'm a huge, you know, I'm going to be a therapist. So like, I totally believe in therapy, but it's a matter of just unlocking these different tools and these different strengths that we have within ourselves, as opposed to just thinking that we have to fix something. We have to learn something new. I feel like, no, it's more like we have to find what's already there. Yep. You know what I mean? It's kind of the mindset that I feel like I'm shifting into. But it's so different from how I ever thought growing up. So it's a big shift. Yep. Um, but yeah, back to our friend anniversary. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. What did you think when you first met me? I cannot say anything here. Yes, you can. <laughs> no, I can. You thought my ass was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. I mean, that's just common knowledge. Anybody I've ever met pretty much has said my ass is great. Yeah, because And I'm you've a... said it on many occasions. So, <laughs> okay. So you thought my ass was great. What else? You think I was super cute? Ugly? Um, Obnoxious? No, it's really hard for shy. Me to, it's hard for me to start talking about like, you know, cute and like interested or something mm -hmm. until I met, meet the person really fully. You know, yeah. The first thing is what you see somebody is physically, right? Okay, so but my butt was nice. Wait, but I wasn't thinking about that. Uh, oh, you weren't? No. How dare you? You should have been admiring my ass. 
come on. Kidding. Okay. What were I, you thinking? Uh, Tell me. It was all about the dancing. I was like, my dancing you know, was really bad. She's taller than me. It's not gonna work. But for some reason, this you know is kind of good. Like sometimes I would be in my head a little. Maybe I'd never tell you this, but sometimes I would be in my yeah. head a little bit. Like she wants to. We are having fun, but I'm not looking for fun. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of needed it. But I didn't really look That's for it. That's why you were dancing with me. You huh. know? And at the same time, I was like, I'm not here to look for fun. This is not fun. Like, I'm looking for someone to work super fucking hard and get to the top. Uh-huh. Right? And with you, it was like, we're not going to work. She's too tall. Different styles. Yeah. Probably different level a little bit. And and and, and I, this is not what I'm looking for. And yet you kept dancing with me. Well, well yeah. Well, you were easy so going. It's so funny too. for you to say that, though. Because, like, I mean, that's what, you know, I was thinking, too, was... Well, obviously, this isn't going to be like some serious professional partnership because, yeah, we just didn't match. Mm-hmm. Um, but and yeah, I was kind of like, why are you dancing with me? But we just hit it off as friends. I felt like so quickly. Well, it was you kind of have nice like a to... you have this thing of. You friend zone people, mm-hmm. but also you uh, what's the other word of, of, of like you're going to be my friend. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? You're such a good friend. Or like something, and I'm like, okay, meaning like, what did I claim you as a friend before you, you felt like you were really uh-huh. ready for it? <laughs> so therefore, I didn't never felt pressure, but I did feel like, okay, was well, actually she's pretty cool, and actually t- with you, I feel like one of the few people. I don't know this probably a little bit too personal, but one of the few people girlfriends that eventually I didn't look for anything, mm-hmm. you know, but just being friend. Yeah. Meaning. Well, it's because I so clearly friend zoned you and was like, we are going to be friends and this is how it works. And and I wasn't interesting, maybe interested either, but I know how I am <laughs> <laughs> or how I can be, how I can be <laughs> if I want to. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily. I wasn't looking for a relationship at all. Mm-hmm. I have just, you know, gotten, I was still in the divorce process. Mm-hmm. Right. I do not want a relationship at all and I was not you know interested in any with anybody in that way but I know myself mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean hey whatever it's life beautiful people whatever yeah we are all beautiful um are we though <laughs> are we of course are we I are. know I'm kidding um yeah it's just it's interesting that you say that because yeah so I there's some people like that that I kind of scared actually when I first met Alyssa um, I'd met her and I was just like, this girl and I are going to be best friends. Like, I don't know. I just had a feeling I could tell by her energy and just like the way we were in our history and like where we came from and everything. And she, in the beginning was kind of like, what's with this girl? Like acting, oh, really? like, acting like we're going to be like, she just was like complete or, or maybe she wasn't even like, what's with this girl, but she was just like completely oblivious to it. And I was like, nope, I had it all figured out in my mind. And not like I was being like super aggressive and like, you have to be my friend and hang out with me all the time. I mean, for you, I was trying to be a friend to you because you had recently moved. So you were in an area where you didn't really know anyone and you were working really busy as a dance teacher, which doesn't give you much time for a social life. So it's not like you had like all of these friends and connections and stuff, you know? Right. So I was like, come on over and watch Game of Thrones with us or like let's go do this or you know come to my family's for the holidays because i like to do that sort of thing yeah that was really cool but yeah i was like he's really good and he's really nice and he's really patient and why is he dancing with me but for whatever reason you were and i really needed you in my life so i was like 
I'm gonna hang out with this cool guy. And then you were so nice. I was going through so much stuff and there would be times you didn't even know what I was going through because I wasn't talking about it. But there would be times where I'd come in and I'd just be like crying over some oh, yeah, situation. Or a couple times I remember I just cried and you just like were so chill about it. You just like sat there with me and were really nice and yeah. I really appreciated it. Yeah, you never know how much shit people are going through, huh? Mm-hmm. That's for sure. We never... That's why people need... People just need to show some kindness and care about other people. And that's why you shouldn't treat people bad. Especially one of my pet peeves is people who treat... People working in the service industry... It's the wind. Badly. Like when people are rude to waiters or Starbucks people or whatever because they got something wrong or they were slow or this or that or they didn't like their attitude and they're rude to them. I hate that. I'm like, you never know what other people are going through. And we just got to extend a little bit of a little bit of grace and compassion. Have you heard of Wayne Dyer? Wayne Dyer. Is this an author? This is a, it's a writer. He died, I think, like three years ago, four years ago. He said, whenever I see a waitress mm-hmm. or s- receptionist, he says, somebody who's being so rude to me or so rude or so stressed out about the day, he's like, oh, my God. He's, he used to say, those are my favorite moments in my life mm-hmm. because I'm going to go and make that person's life better yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, instead of like. When you can make that them happy person yeah, me, right? Because yeah. most of people, you know, if somebody, you're being very nice. Let's not even talk about the bad, the ones who are bad. Let's say that you are so nice to mm-hmm. the waitress, right? But the waitress is the one who's being so rude to you. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say something. Well, Wayne Dyer used to say, those are the best moments because I'm going to make his life or her, her, her day better. Yeah. That's, it takes guts to change that because he's somebody th- who could be insulting you mm-hmm. somebody who could be being so mean and rude to you or mm-hmm. or anything you know everybody's gonna right away stand up and like hey you you don't have to treat me like that everybody's gonna stand up right away and when that is like i don't know he, he there is that this huge talk that for two hours in youtube there is where he's saying about that he how he was to make those people lives or days mm-hmm. better just by yeah you don't know it's so cool absolutely so yep i agree what are you gonna teach me nothing how do you say friend oh amigo oh, amigo <laughs> duh everybody knows that everybody knows that something about friendship amistad 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 that's and the name of a famous like ship or something isn't it what amistad i don't yeah. know yeah I don't know. Speaking of friendship, I remember my martial arts teacher, which I don't really like the term best friend, but Shifu, my martial arts teacher, Mm -hmm. Shifu means Kung Fu teacher in Mm -hmm. Chinese. Um, I remember one time he shared something with me too about friendship. Can I ask a question? Yep. And interrupt? Yep. What's the difference between Shifu and Sensei? Sensei is Japanese. Oh, okay. Shifu is uh, Kung Fu uh, Chinese. Chinese, okay. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> Continue anyway. And um, and I remember he shared something with me about friendship, like something so beautiful I cannot even remember. But I remember at one point of at one part of this thing that he shared, he said that friendship doesn't have to be like checking on the temperature, like uh, your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Even even in that shouldn't be like that. But for example, my, my martial arts teacher and I, we don't check in each other. 
sometimes for like over two months mm -hmm. and some other people will be like what kind of friend are you that you're not even like asking how i'm doing that's that's already expectations and conditions you're my best friend because you are there all the time but sometimes i don't hear from him at all mm -hmm. but next time we see each other the connection is awesome meaning the friendship is pure is not forced mm -hmm. same thing with love you know when you force it and then you are forcing emotions you're not letting it the word of the day flow exactly How do we because say sometimes in, in spanish um fluir fluir uh-huh that's 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 exactly it's like the water right flows it fluye mm -hmm. uh, that's um anyway so I remember he said that i was like you're so right you know sometimes you just don't want to necessarily be writing to people like if you feel like oh i'm gonna write to somebody because i feel like i haven't been that's not natural mm -hmm. anymore mm -hmm. it's not natural because you're already forcing you're already afraid your friend is gonna be you know mm, gonna be asking you for something like no when it feels natural it's like to oh. come from like an honest genuine yes, place that's when mm -hmm. it's totally natural and yeah. so that's why i feel and those people those best friends like i have best friends from my childhood like that mm -hmm. where oh, like cool. we may not even talk or i may not see them for years or like we may not talk at all in a year but when we see each other you just pick right back up like that's just how it goes and those sorts of people like you know you always know they love you and they know that you love them and you don't have to prove it to them yeah which right. is the wonderful thing about those kinds of friendships it's very interesting because the more awake my friends and are actually i have two friends that we can talk about this whole spiritual thing mm -hmm. i even i don't even like the word too spiritual because it sounds like i'm putting it in a box spirituality it's not it's not such there's no such a thing but like i have two friends my martial art teacher and another guy who we start talking about the ego and how the you know the mind works and all these things the more we know the less we talk but when we talk it's like magic mm. again because it's not forced mm -hmm. i have a friend who's like writing to me every day and he's awesome it's amazing and everything like and sometimes he's like hey why are you writing to me he's of course joking he's not really pushing me but we keep on touch on our lives every day or like very often right like what's going on with your life but there are some friends like with these other two guys that we spend our energy more wisely if if you want to call it meaning like um, like when you're saying something it really counts lao te lao che or lao tse whatever you want to call it used to say open your mouth only when it's necessary that's what she said wait is that a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i'm sorry <laughs> i just okay. had i just had to make it dirty that's good that's actually really good right i mean yeah humor was invented it, by god we have to use it <laughs> humor was invented by god of course we have to use it i love that yeah sorry if you're gonna talk about opening your mouth it has to be turned into a dirty well joke. the I'm thing sorry. is like the thing is before again you know we used to like my friends these two friends that i used to talk to you know there are some friends who are just like don't shut up and talking, 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 talking all the time. Mm -hmm. You or other guys from Mexico. <gasps> You're going to lump me into that. It's all your fault. It's good to be talking and sharing what's going on <laughs> in our lives. With these two guys that I'm telling you that we have a deeper connection, we don't. Mm -hmm. Because we know now that it's not necessary. Mm. 
Well, it is, it let is me good. clarify. I don't message you every day because I think it's necessary. No, no, no. You actually do it from a very genuine place. you're my friend and I just like want to check in with you and I want to share my life. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You don't have to take it personal. I'm just explaining how. I take it so personally. With these two guys, how things are. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, we don't yeah, really, we don't talk about everything all the time. But when we talk, mm. it's like, how are you doing? It's like, good. You know, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's, just it's really magic. Cool. Like you said. Amistad is that's a really good amistad right there, you know, with these two guys and more, but especially those two. Do you have a last word of wisdom for us? <laughs> You're always so good with your words of wisdom at the end of these things. You you always have these thoughts, and I'm just like, oh my god, and I'll just carry it with me throughout the week. And I'm already I feel so much better than when we started this podcast. Can you tell my energy is like so much better? Yeah, it switched. Oh, I feel so much better. It switched. Yeah, I don't know when it switched, but I think when we started talking about how we met and becoming friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is going to actually be a little... It's not the opposite of friendship, but it's going to be something that sometimes people have to face at some point. Whenever you have a problem, like bad, bad problem, or whenever you're feeling down, like really, really bad, you always, even if you feel so lonely, you're always going to have somebody there for you mm-hmm. always right always yep. um but the really the true true friend that you have to find at the end of the day is yourself because you're mm-hmm. going to freaking to bed by yourself mm-hmm. i even remember when i was so depressed in mexico my martial arts teacher he would drive from city to city because i was shaking i called him and i'm like shifu i cannot i'm not okay he would like drive just to spend the night with me but still, when I saw him sleeping, I still had to go to sleep by myself. He was next to me. Mm-hmm. And I still felt like I was alone, mm-hmm. which is a great feeling because you're always going to have friends there. They're always going to be there holding your hand, right? But when you close your eyes, you know, or sometimes when that person leaves, you still have to deal with it on your own. Mm-hmm. So friends are there to always save your life, basically. Um those friends have so much kind of like responsibility or pressure because now they feel like they have to save you the best favor we can make to our friends or do to our friends is really become our best friends ourselves Mm. and that way you you don't just require their help you're not just taking their energy taking their energy you actually offer it because now you are complete yep so friends to me are like the strongest base of your life Mm-hmm. until you decide that now you are going to be your strongest foundation you know mm-hmm. and the friends are friendship is going to become even more amazing mm-hmm. in that way because it's going to be just pure two people complete share experiences so like a relationship yep it's not like the other person is going to complete me right mm-hmm. two complete people do amazing things mm-hmm. instead of we complete each other it sounds romantic but it's but codependent it's and fake. not healthy and exactly. you'll only be disappointed at some point. Of course. Same <laughs> thing with friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm not, we're not even talking about relationships. Same thing with friendship, you know, to be honest with you. So I think it's definitely, definitely is one of the things that I'm most grateful for in this world is how many people are there for you. So many people are there for you. You have no idea. Sometimes you don't even imagine. You cannot even imagine somebody that you're going to meet or somebody you already know, but you don't really talk too much, if you need help, they will be there. Mm-hmm. Just people are amazing, mm-hmm. you know. So believe in your friends. How do we say that? 
Cree en tus amigos. Cree. Cree. That's a hard word. Cree. Uh -huh, because it has double E. Cree. Cree. En tus. En tus. Amigos. Believe in your friends. Okay. Yep. Believe people. Mm -hmm. No comprendo. Oh, wait. I forgot to say. Um... Please rate, review, and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. Right, Ramon? Yes, and drink hot cocoa. And drink hot cocoa because we really need those ratings on Apple Podcasts. And follow us at No Comprendo Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And send us an email at nocomprendopod at gmail.com or visit us on our website, nocomprendopod.com. Escúchenos, cabrones. Mm. Follow us, bitches. Listen to us. Oh, listen to, escucha. Maybe we did that one before. I don't remember. Escúchanos. Escúchenos. Escúchenos, escúchenos, uh -huh. escúchenos. <laughs>